Thank you, Aaron. Here we go with the Jacques Trudeau. Sherry Elliger Show. You're coming along with the ride. Much appreciated. Makuzu Casino Resort text line. That's the place to be heard. You're not just some person driving around screaming at the radio. Your voice matters to us. one 973 Ooh, what's that buzz? I wonder what's happening. Diving out of the And now the news. The top headline comes from John Curley and Sherry Alaker. Yes. There we go. Top headline. Sherry? Yes. Well, it's a... What's the background? She was. Well, this is, I think, what you thought was going to be the case. The Kansas City fan, the three that were found dead, you suspected some foul play in this. Just didn't make sense for people that don't know what happened. These guys were all watching the, the uh, game, the football game. Then they went in and they watched Jeopardy. And then somehow, some way, no one knows how, three guys are found outside, uh, frozen to death. And when the owner of the house was like, I don't know, how'd that happen? Well, the guy is now through so much depression and so much attention and stuff, he's checked himself into rehab. The guy that owned the house was known as the chemist. We didn't know this part of it, but we knew that he had worked, I think, for the government working on something for HIV. HIV. Yeah. But he's also really well known for his sort of ability to kind of concoct various drug combinations. So... Now, it seems like after the autopsy, we know a little bit more. Here is the story. I'll give you this, and then you'll get a chance to comment on the other side, as they say. A lot of times I'm hearing that David, Clay, uh, David Clayton and Ricky were like brothers. Jordan was kind of off on the side. Mm-hmm. True. Jordan's a chemist, bro. Jordan's what? Jordan's a chemist. They all knew him as that. It was easy for them to go have fun, but he up. He made a mistake. Jordan was the chemist. He's a scientist, right? He does what he needs to do. Now, to use my cousin, my best friend, as a guinea pig? No. What about Alex Lee? What do you know about him? I know him. Yeah? Any any idea that he might have brought drugs? Hell no. No? Jordan had him. Jordan was one. So you don't think any more attention should be paid on Alex Lee? Alex Lee is a good man. He's a good man. Mm. Um, Alex Lee is a solid. He was one of their best friends forever. Jordan is somebody that is known from high school as like creating drugs for people to make them feel better in certain situations. Okay, well, you want to do this? Okay, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna make this for you. I'm gonna make this for you. I'm gonna make this for you, and handing them out. Mm. The police are doing their job. If it takes time, it takes time. Ooh. I will never tell them they're not. This guy's profound. Not doing what they should be doing. They're doing the best they can. It takes time. Okay. All right. Because you want- it takes time to listen to this guy. Okay. Whew, I have no patience. So that's the cousin of right. one of the dead guys. And Jordan, the chemist they keep referring to. Is the one that checked himself into rehab. Exactly. But now at this point, if they can say, well, you made these drugs, you gave these drugs, these guys took these drugs, then you're going to get them for second degree or manslaughter or something like that. Didn't intend to kill, but created and mixed these things up. So they're going to be able to go get that guy. So that's how well, it seems to have the end of the story. Well, maybe, maybe not. Uh Keep in mind, the police blew it on this because they let him go. They let him move out of the house. So any kind of evidence that they might have had 
is gone probably. Mm-hmm. So if they wanted to find that, you know, his drug making paraphernalia or whatever it was that he did to concoct all this stuff, they don't have that anymore. So the defense will say, just like that guy said, well, what about that fifth guy that they talk about that was watching Jeopardy? What if he brought the drugs in? How do you know it was him? So, you know, and it's so suspicious. He moves out of the house and then he immediately checks into rehab saying, I know I have a problem, giving him some kind of cover like he was just so drug addled or he was passed out. He didn't know that any of these guys were walked out on his you know, back porch and mm-hmm. passed out and froze. So I, I don't think it's 100 percent a slam dunk unless he. Please, you know, has a plea deal that gets him out of this thing uh, by admitting it or gets him a lesser sentence by admitting it. Right, because they can't find the evidence on the thing and they don't have anybody that could testify because all three of those guys are dead. But so they do. Well, the it's, all, aut- aut- it's all hearsay. Yes, yeah, all yeah, hearsay. I mean, right. that, that guy just was hearsay. I mean, you can say all day long that he was the chemist in high school or whatever. Well, he's 39 years old now. You can't prove that he's still doing that unless you've got somebody that, you know, has some kind of evidence against these three particular guys. Yeah. So <clears throat> you've been on this story, Sherry, for a while. I know it's taken an emotional impact and toll on you. <laughs> I'm probably too close to it. Yes. That's <laughs> right. You have to wait for Dateline on this one. Yeah. Uh-huh. Um, hey, speaking of Kansas, well, Kansas is in the news. Topeka is calling all immigrants who are eligible to work to come to town and they'll pay you money for this thing. Kansas has uh, had a bunch of investigations since 2022. Apparently a whole bunch of legal immigrants go to Kansas. Nobody wants to be in Kansas. Kind of a eh, sort of a nothing, nothing state. People that live there, oh, I love it. But it doesn't have the best, <laughs> doesn't have the best PR for itself. Um, so now they're advertising. How much money are they going to pay you? Well, they're not going to pay you to go there, but they have about 6,600 open jobs yeah so if you are it's not like they're saying okay bring us everybody where you've been dropped off in these sanctuary cities let's have all those people what they're saying is if you have a a right to work in this country you've been through that process they would love to have you come there so they provide a lot of services they say a large well not a large percent but probably about uh the, the the Hispanic population's grown about 25% in the last decade. Um, they have a lot of learning programs for English and for other skills. So it is a, a, a welcoming place for someone that is allowed to uh, work in this country, not just for anybody. Yeah, but Kansas, I'm just reading about the number of times ICE has gone in there and caught all these different corporations from McDonald's to other uh places that just needed to hire somebody trying to find somebody they sued a bunch of them and they caught a bunch of the people that were working in bars and restaurants and fast food housekeeping and stuff like that because the employers are like not really looking or is a fake social security number or something because they're so desperate to get anybody it's like and sure here's a job for you so they're trying they they're starting a social media sort of campaign they're taking a million and some dollars in topeka and they're putting it out there to try to tell everybody hey Come to Kansas. Come work in Kansas. Look at all these great jobs we have. You get to work in Kansas. But in the meantime, they're hiring whoever they could possibly can, and many of them are legal immigrants, and the people just sort of look the other way to get somebody to flip the burgers. So there you go. Mm-hmm. That's uh, the NSA, by the way, is collecting the data on you, Sherry. In uh, Utah, there is a gigantic black, silver, almost windowless building. It's huge. It contains every 
piece of metadata on every single American from phone calls to emails to text messages to searches, everything. It's all collected there in this giant NSA warehouse that have all of these servers that are constantly going all the time. And the air conditioning thing is always running in order to keep the servers cool as it collects everything that we say or do on the Internet. And there it all is. And we may find out that the federal government is taking money and then buying data from data collectors. So every time you go on Instagram and you look at something or you like something, that creates a data set point that, oh, this guy likes brown shirts. Okay, well then here's this guy. He's this tall. He's this old. He lives here. Anybody want to talk to anybody that wants to buy brown shirts? And someone goes, I'll take that. So the people that sell brown shirts go, ooh, I can advertise right to that guy. So all of your data is collected by a group and then sold to private companies, publicly owned companies that want to sell you stuff. Well, the government takes your money and buys from data collectors data on you. It's all kept. There's no search warrants on this thing. Um, Senator from Oregon, Wyden, has been on this thing for a while now. He thinks it's terrible that they're able to collect all this stuff, and that's just the federal government. That's NSA just making sure they're going to keep you all safe. Well, also, this is something that was pointed out, which is that there's not uh, a any uh, current law or judicial opinion that intelligence agencies need to obtain a court order to acquire access, use of info that is equally available for purchase to foreign adversaries or U.S. companies. So this data is not something that is private or whatever. It is it is up for grabs for anybody that wants to to pay for it. So if they want to pay for it, why is that any different than a foreign country wanting to pay for it? I think because it's the government getting it and for what purpose, you're right. There is that kind of weird um, loophole. I don't really like that word, but it's so there's an opening in there. It's like, well, hold on. If Joe Schmo company can court purchase it why can't the federal government purchase it but for what purpose is the federal government purchasing it to maintain it and to hold it to sort of know where you are like for instance they were tracking the cdc was uh, buying data they denied it at first but later on had to admit that they were tracking data of people's cell phone usage because they wanted to see how many people were obeying the master um that is the federal government telling where you can go where you can't go are you staying at home where are you moving around so they were buying data to show cell phone pings to determine how many people were obeying uh, the Biden administration and whether or not you were staying at home and staying safe. So they were doing it then to see if it was working. They do it now. It's the data that they're collecting on, on all of us. Right. And, but and, 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 let me ask you, does any of this bother you? No, none of it. Mm-mm. Does it bother you? Because yesterday or two days ago, the guys from the corporate folks, right? So you had um, uh, Snapchat was there. You had um, Meta was sitting there, uh, Mark Zuckerberg, the guy from um, TikTok, all sitting there, and they were getting yelled at, right? Mm-hmm. And here's a suggestion. How about this? You just can't use social media if you're under the age of 18, how, about how are that? you gonna how are you gonna regulate that? Here's how you regulate it. Just like you regulate everything when it comes to kids under a certain age, 
you regulate it where they just can't have access to it. And you say, well, how can you do that? Well, you can't purchase a phone and you wouldn't be able to purchase the data. You wouldn't be able to purchase an app um, and the parent would be held responsible and you would not be able to have the kid have it. Because here's basically this. What parent is saying, I really want my kid to spend more time uh, scrolling through Instagram. I really want my child to have more uh, people that he or she doesn't know trying to have an influence. on. There is absolutely zero parents, I'm assuming, that would say that out loud. So then why, if they're if this brainwashed nonsense of stranger danger, oh, don't do this and don't take candy and look out for this and the guy at the park. And you'll actually have the government come in, cops will come in and arrest parents because they let the kid walk a half a mile from school to home. And then the parents are brought in and they're charged with neglect because of stranger danger. But here, the parent is allowing the kid to have a phone in their hand that basically opens up the most disgusting parts of society and civilization to their kid. There is a way, there's got to be a way it's, to stop an 18-year-old from getting on social media. They've just, uh, I can't remember which states, but a couple of them outlawed pornography for anybody that's under 18. It's Utah like, has that? Yeah, so you have to go in and you have to do Virginia. an age verification thing with yep. your ID. You have to submit it. So it's it's easily accomplished if that was the course that the country or, or whoever right. wanted well, look, Here's the thing. We, we don't want the kids to have alcohol. We don't want them to smoke. We don't, and, and we don't want them to, you know, go into a, a strip joint or something. So we have all these laws in place. It's not that difficult to, if people really wanted to do it, to stop their kid from having access to this, to social media. So the rule right now is meta and the rest can't advertise to anybody 13 or younger or 12 and younger. They big deal. They'll wait. They'll wait till you turn a little older, and then they'll make a hundred billion dollars a year off you. They don't want to lose that revenue source. But by the time you're eighteen, then they can go after you. But in the meantime, you could, with social media and with responsible parents and with you know this whole push, stranger danger stuff, you could get it into the culture and just stop kids from having. And it wouldn't take that many because a few parents. If you had 100 parents and all these kids are connected somehow socially through schools and stuff, if you had a number of parents who said, oh, no, we don't give our kids a phone, then I don't either. Well, we don't either. Well, then we don't either. And then who knows? Maybe these kids would go outside. Maybe they would have friends. Maybe they would actually communicate one-on-one using a thing called eye contact. Don't we all agree that that's probably a better life for your kid than sitting in their room for eight hours and scrolling through crap? I don't think anybody would possibly think that the alternative, which would be to be outside or to be actively engaged or involved in community or actually having real relationships, no one is going to argue that the social media world is better for the mentality and the physicality of a child compared to the alternative. No one can make that argument. And we're just, what, two, oh, we just can't possibly imagine not having my kid have a phone. But yeah, that, you it. that's it. You can't you can't legislate good parenting. You can legislate things like abusive parenting, but good parenting where people would actually take the time and the effort to check out these things. There's no reason why parents now can't do that. There's no reason why parents can't put their foot down and say, no, you're not going to do that. Or give me your phone when you walk in the house. Parents already have the freedom to control what their children look at and see. To some degree, they're not going to. There are be apps, able to- right? There are apps. So the parents paying the bill, right? So the kid wants to go buy an app, put it on the phone. As soon as the kid tries to go buy the app, the parent is immediately notified that the kid is buying that thing. 
the technology, which is a little cumbersome right now, if they really wanted to do it, they could easily put it in place. But society has to make a change. Society has to realize this is not healthy. This is, not, and the parents have to step up and stop using the phone as a babysitter. And when you take your kids out to dinner, don't give them an iPad. Don't sit there with an iPad and your kid, your kid's got a headset on and you're talking, you're getting a break from your kids. You know what? You decided to have them. You should raise them because allowing the computer to raise them or allowing the iPad to raise them or allowing social media to raise them, you're really doing the rest of us a great disservice because you are making a moron. I just think parents need to be a held fat, lazy account- moron. They can't think <laughs> have for to themselves. be accountable for this. <laughs> Who? That we keep we, but I think parents need to be more accountable for these things. I mean, they they have the the ability. They have the control. They can do lots of things to prevent these things from happening. They want corporations and government to do it for them. And I think they can go a long way by stopping some of this overusage. Wow. And now the news. The top headline comes from John Curley and Sherry Alicorn. There you go, Sherry. Ba-ba. Here we go, Sherry. Okay. okay. <clears throat> we didn't get to the story yesterday, but uh, boy, we'll get to it now. You had an interesting take on this. Remember what you said yesterday in the pre-show? <laughs> no. <laughs> Okay, let's bring everybody up to speed. I don't say much in the pre-show. Occasionally you do. You let it rip. You mute yourself. Occasionally you mute yourself. Well, because I always, I learned a lesson a long time ago. If you're in a meeting and you don't have anything unique or different to say, don't slow it down. (laughs) (laughs) Same thing applies to live radio. All right, here's the story. A local mom put her OnlyFans account on her car to try and draw some more attention to her online subscription-only business. But that's not the only thing this OnlyFans ad attracted at her children's private Christian school. Channel 9's Felicia Ashley spoke with a mom and parents as this fight over side jobs has forced this mom to drop her kids off across the street from that school. The mom says the school is now making her park in one of these two parking lots. Then her kids have to cross this busy road and morning traffic, go down this sidewalk and through the parking lot to get to school. This is what I am looking at when I pull up behind one of these vehicles. Facebook messages, complaints and TikToks. You ban a vehicle. Taking the front pew at a private Christian school in Tavares. What? Taking a front pew? Oh, okay. Pun. Okay. Hmm. Is not just a tiny, tiny little emblem on the back of a car. It is taking up the entire windshield, back windshield of two vehicles. Lexi Thomas is a parent at Liberty Christian who wants this ad on another parent's car to stay off campus. That other parent is Michelle Klein. And what she has is an OnlyFans. Well, it's definitely linked to, you know, explicit content, adult content for sure. Klein, who goes by Piper Fawn, says OnlyFans is her business and way of life. My husband and I have this, you know, little wild, you know, behind closed doors lifestyle that we've now decided to share. But not all parents want what Klein is sharing, shared at school. With some moms complaining to Klein and the school telling her not to use the main entrance and instead drop her kids off across the street. I was forced to have to, um, you know, take it off or not come on campus. But parents at this private school say there's a... 
apparently she doesn't have any trouble taking it off, Sherry. Uh, I know. <laughs> <laughs> this is the best thing that happened to her. <laughs> All this Simple solution yes. if Klein wants to use the main drop-off. Mm-hmm. Why not take the decal off? And that would seem like an easy thing to say, for sure. But for me, you know, it's, it supports my family. This provides oh, a, a very comfortable way of life for us. And it's legal. You know, I pay taxes just like everyone else. But I'm not okay. breaking the law. I just offended people. That's a distraction to my children. And no matter how poorly or how good I parent, porn is there. And if that's kind of the first thing they're seeing when they're going into... Um, I don't need any more of this. The story's way too long. Okay. <laughs> this is so, so simple. By, so by, simple. While she yes. was talking, John said, yes, look I over only page. Let's just see. Uh, so. what, what, what would you like to know? It's thirteen ninety nine a month, unless uh-huh. you want to go for the, the 12-month package, which is 134 uh-huh. A little bit of a discount there. Uh, her name's Piper Fawn. I'm just a down-home Southern girl that likes to have a little fun on camera. Hope you guys enjoy what you see. I have tan skin like an island girl. Come on out, y'all. <laughs> wow. I, mean, like, this I like is, the accent you did for her. Oh, thanks. This is gross. I mean, this is a woman who pretends to care about her kids, and all she has to do is take her dumb sign down for what? I don't know, a minute and a half while she drives through the parking it's lot. Pretty, sure, it's, every- an, it's a decal that takes up the entire back of the window. Yeah, so take it down. You know they what? go to a Christian school. It's against the thing. And she's doing this. She's calling attention to this to get publicity for her OnlyFans, Piper Fawn uh, <laughs> thing. And you, you know, know the other mothers don't want their husbands looking at that either. Going, oh, wow. I didn't know she was doing that. I'm going to check it out. Just like you Wait, just why, did. Why don't you put your hair in curlers and, and get out a rolling pin, Sherry? So God, I, hold on. Don't you think it's the irony is rich here? That she's sending her kids to a Christian school and she herself is involved in something and I'm sure the church would have a problem with. That she's, you can pay money to watch her and her husband do the nasty, make the beast with one back. At least she's yeah. out, two backs. out in the open. How many backs? It. I can't keep track. I don't know, two or three. Okay. There's two. Okay. Um, no, I don't. I don't find that a problem at all. I think. Look at Andrew can, in there trying to do the math. Maybe, <laughs> maybe it's maybe it's just a good school. Maybe it's a school that they that they. How many backs? You know. Yes, Sherry. It's yes. It's probably a good school, but you could probably send it. It's a Christian school. This is right. It's dumb. This is a slam dunk. It'd be like the same thing. You kid, you send your kid to a Muslim Orthodox school or to a Jewish school, and you know you got a big thing on the back. You know, hey, buy ham for me. You know, or you know, go out and eat pork or something. It's like it's, it's not part of it. That's not a part of the religion. You're going to this school. You're in front of the school with this uh, fan only fans page. It's pretty simple, but she is getting a lot of publicity. I have to more people are going to go and want to watch this stuff. Right, right. Well, in and her so- nightmare, the, the punitive uh, measures that she has to deal with is she has to park across the street and her kids have to cross one street. Yes. That's it. They're not kicking her out of school. They're not kicking the kids out. No, but if she was really concerned about the safety of her children, wouldn't it be worth the sacrifice to just take the sign down? Put it back up. I mean, that to me is she's just doing this and getting publicity for her, you know, stupid little. It's, it's <laughs> a stupid little what would you call blah, it? Blah, blah. OK, <laughs> don't you think you're driving around with that? Aren't you taking a chance that some disgusting person is going to, like, pull up next to your car or assault you in some way? I mean, you're obviously saying, listen, my body is for sale. 
you can watch me do a bunch of things. And then all of a sudden it gives the impression that, oh, this woman, you know, she doesn't really necessarily have any self-esteem. So I'll just follow her home or I'll follow her into some, you know, darkened uh, parking lot somewhere with this big sign on the back of the thing. It basically says, I have no morals. Pay this money and watch me do stuff. I'm nude. So it's strange she's taking that risk. I think it's a, I think it's a risk to advertise something like that. Um, and she says she pays taxes and makes good money doing this. And money she makes, she sends her kid to the Christian school. It's going to be interesting to see what that kid's like when they grow up. Let's, you know what? Let's talk to that kid. Make a note, Joe. 20 years from now, we're going to interview him. Got it. Okay. Well, she says this is their livelihood, which is also questionable. Um, but, you know, she doesn't. So she's hoping. <laughs> what have you pulled her tax files, Sherry? What are you? No, I, I mean I don't. I don't believe that. And and, and if I don't know, it's just it's it's so obvious what she's doing. Yes, it's it so is. It's so obvious that it she's just doing obvious. this to get more publicity. And you guys even went and looked at her. Page. No, only one. No, <laughs> he told no, me but to. we didn't pay. You're not showing anything. You just want to see what the page looks like. Jeez, it's not an interesting story that's in the news. <laughs> Don't scold us, sure. We're doing research. Yeah, I'm sorry. Oh. I, didn't, I was like, Joe, here's my right. credit card. And all, all the other dads at the school are doing the same research. That's why the mothers are up in arms over it. Wow. Huh? It is genius sure. marketing, by the way. Yeah, it is genius. Yeah. 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 All right. Yeah. This is it for everybody. You can write to us. You know, you um, when you tune in, you uh, we always tell people that it's a newstainment. So we've asked people to, uh, you know, sort of drive home that point, Sherry, because they say you have to be exposed to uh, your product or service at least seven times for people to really have the marketing thing make an impact. So we've asked people to send it in. You could just simply go to the John and Sherry Show Instagram page. Sherry, by the way, is spelled because she's so special. S H A R I. John and Sherry show Instagram page. Wow, that's a tease. Yes, it is, <laughs> gross lady. I'm Daniel Clark, live from Olympia. Are you ready for some news? Nice. Yeah, that's good. Away, Sherry. Yeah. Wait, what was the last one? <laughs> Thank you. Take it away. Take it away, Sherry. Sherry. Yeah. <laughs> okay, oh, good. There okay. you go. All right. There you go. Um, and Joe's going to start determine who needs who wins fabulous prizes from Joe the Mama. best of that, right? Because Joe pointed out that you go to the Instagram page and then what is it, Joe? You can just go over to something contact. and then click a contact and then it takes you over. Call to, us, email there us. There you go. Whatever. Simple as that. Got it. It's well done. Okay, a little bit of business. Take care of it. Go to the top of the hour uh, with Oscars month. Uh, Oscars just a month away. Now let's revisit one of the greatest Oscar moments of 1974. When did this come back up again? I don't know why this is out there, but here he is the streaker from 1974. For the best picture is never lightly given. And now to divulge the contents of this year's most important envelope is a very important contributor to world entertainment and someone quite likely. Man runs on stage nude. Audience laughs. He enters, I think, from the stage left or stage right and runs right across the stage. Uh, run on over and right out there. Doesn't stand there, just kind of runs straight across and exits the other side. Yeah. 
and gentlemen, that, um, that was almost bound to happen. <laughs> but isn't it fascinating that... <laughs> fascinating to think that, that probably the only laugh that man will ever get in his life is by stripping off and showing his shortcomings. <laughs> People have debated as to whether or not they knew ahead of time to be able to deliver that joke. There's no way. I don't think so, no. And there was an edit in the audio there, so he came back around after they had wrangled the guy. Oh, his name was Robert Opal. He's the one that interrupted the Oscars. Were you doing the story because he's... He's passed away or something like that. Just, you know, kind of a memory there from the yeah. 1974. Well, and I'm just streaking. Is oh, streaking. What ever happened to streaking, yeah. Sherry? I, I think we're just beyond it now. I oh. mean, you know, it's it was a, a kind of a novelty when people weren't used to seeing a lot of naked people. And now we see naked people all the time on but, television and things like that. So I, I just think it's lost its shock value. My brother and I would call WBIG. WBIG can help you. Yeah, can can I put in a request? Yeah, for what? What do you want to hear? Uh, the streak? Yeah, I'll try to get to it. Like she done been hand sensed. And my brother, my hey, they're playing our song. Well, yes, they call him the streak. This thing on two feet. Yeah, they call him the streak. He gon' give us a peek. Oh, yes, they the streak. Like to show off his physique. If there's an audience to be found, he'll be speaking around. Invite public critique. Hello, once again, everyone. Your action news reporter on the scene at the gas yeah. station. There seems to have been something. Yeah, maybe, maybe people just don't even care if somebody's running around nude anymore. It doesn't mean anything to anybody, right? I think we're kind of desensitized to it. I just don't think it's a thing anymore. All right, I'll tell you what. During the 5 o'clock hour, I will do the rest of the show nude. Okay, I like that. Where's the element of surprise? Yeah, when you see me take my pants off. <laughs> <laughs> well, maybe then I'll use the, the David hey, Niven line. Thanks for that rather than a rim <laughs> shot. All right, Andrew, thank you for that. We went streaking once at Carnegie Mellon, and I got locked out. Oh, no. Oh, God. <laughs> they all ran in the door because it was holding the door on the inside, and then they'd let the door go, and it was out there and it was back, holding on to the door. There's nothing fun about it. Mm -mm. No. I mean, you got locked out. No, you're just like out there. And you're like, come yeah. on. No, seriously, guys. Come on. Seriously. Come on. I'm serious. Come on. All right. Come on. Let me in. Oof. God. My ex-husband did that to me once. <laughs> oh, that's a tease. Yeah, I knew that. 